0: Hello, thank you for joining us for this week's broadcast. We pray that today's message will be a blessing to you. We're looking at the book of John, chapter 9, beginning in verse 1. The Bible says, And as Jesus passed by, he saw a man which was blind from his birth. And his disciples asked him, saying, Master, who did sin, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, Neither hath this man sinned nor his parents, but that the works of God should be made manifest in him. I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. The night cometh when no man can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. When he had thus spoken, he spat on the ground and made clay of the spittle, and he anointed the eyes of the blind man with the clay and said unto him, Go wash in the pool of salam, which is by interpretation sent, He went his way, therefore, and washed, and come seeing. The neighbors, therefore, and they which had before seen him that was blind, said, Is this not he that sat and begged? Some said, This is he. Others said, It is like him, but he said, I am he. Therefore said they unto him, How were thine eyes opened? He answered and said, A man that is called Jesus made clay and anointed my eyes, and said unto me, Go to the pool of Salam and wash. And I went and I washed and I received sight. Then said they unto him, Where is he? He said, I know not. As we look at this passage, we've been looking at Jesus's I am statements. This is part three of I am the light of the world. And as we look at this passage, we need to get the last verse of chapter eight. It says, Then they took up stones to cast at him, as Jesus said taught in the temple they took up stones to cast at him but jesus hid himself and went out of the temple going through the midst of them and so passed by and verse nine it starts in verse one and as jesus passed by he saw a man which was blind from his birth i want you to notice that john forever linked this passage this chapter with the previous passage how he So mentioned is Jesus casually passed by the ones that would stone him and passed by the one that he would later restore sight, the man which was blind. I want you to see the man that Jesus noticed. Jesus turned from the multitudes that rejected him to the man that received him. Look at the disciples. I believe the disciples had been hanging around the religious crowd a little bit too long. Jesus saw this man that was blind. The disciples saw him also and his disciples asked him saying, master, who did see in this man or his parents that he was born blind. Perhaps they had talked about it as they come into the temple. Perhaps they'd had this discussion before they turn this man that needed help into a theological discussion. We often do that at church today. Uh, it's a very easy to turn something and start looking, wonder what happened many times when somebody gets sick, people will start questioning. Well, you know, they must've sinned. they must've done this, they must've done that. But Jesus, as he answered them, they said that what happened, they said, let's get Jesus to weigh in on it. What well, Jesus said in verse three, neither hath this man sin nor his parents, but that the works of God should be made manifest in him. As we see people get sick, as we see people have health troubles, sometimes we need to stop and we need to remember that we live in a sin cursed world. We live in a world that bad things happen. It's not because we've necessarily done something bad. It's not necessarily because somebody or parents have done something bad. Sometimes it's just because we live in a sin cursed world. Sometimes it's because it's for God to get the glory. Just like this, Jesus answered clearly that he would get the glory that day that Blind man, he might have been out working. He might have been somewhere else whenever Jesus passed by, whenever he was at the temple. But because he was blind, he was there. He was he was begging. He was asking for alms and Jesus passed by his way. And later we see that Jesus healed his eyesight. He healed his blindness both physically, but he gave him eyesight spiritually God will use the affirmities. he will use the things that happen but we do just like Job's friends we we try to figure it out we try to decide what happened and he didn't say Jesus didn't say that it's never because of sin certainly sometimes sin can cause defects it can cause health issues this is the only congenital disease recorded in the gospels the only time it's ever been recorded that somebody was healed that was born with a sickness that was born with a disease that was born blind it's the only time it's recorded now i don't know that it's the only time that anybody was ever healed in this circumstance but i just know it was the only time it was recorded but god was going to use this for his glory certainly there can be birth defects come about because of a mother not being diligent and doing what she should do while she's pregnant. There can be birth defects come about because of that. But this man here, imagine as he was a child, his his friends went outside and they played and they could see he probably often wondered, his parents probably often wondered why he was born blind. But we see here that it was the grace of God. It was for God's glory. God had a purpose for him, we see the man, <clears throat> excuse me, we see the method. We see the method. Here we see in verse six, when he had thus spoken, he spat on the ground and made clay in the spittle and anointed the eyes of the blind with the clay and said unto him, go wash in the pool of Salam, which is by interpretation sent. He went his way therefore and washed and come seeing the neighbors. Therefore, they which had seen him that was blind said, is this not he that, Sat and beg. We notice the method here. Imagine, if you will, the ones that was healed in the Bible. If they got together, we know Jesus could heal blind eyes nearly by touching them as seen in Matthew 9, 27 through 31. We see the woman that was, that had to issue of blood that touched his garment. We've seen people that was healed just by Jesus' word from a distance. There were many methods used you might have one that say oh jesus has got to got to make clay and anoint eyes." no jesus got you've got to tell they could have all these arguments of how it happened but i believe that jesus purposely didn't show a consistency in the method that he used so we wouldn't think that he always had to work the same way i'm Glad that there's people that get saved at the church altar on Sunday morning, but I'm glad there's also people that might get saved at the local fast food restaurant, the local grocery store. They get saved in their living room. They get saved going out the road, listening to the radio. I'm glad that there's people that get saved in all manner of different ways. Some people get saved in their seat as they come to the altar. Some get saved when they get to the altar and kneel down. Imagine if you will, if I was only one particular way, one particular routine, uh, some would say that you have to, have to call on Jesus verbally, vocally, but what about the man that was born? that was deaf. that can't speak. Would that leave him out high and dry? No, no, no. I'm glad that God will accept you. You've just got to come to him. You have just got to receive him. We, make it a lot more complicated than it needs to be, but I'm glad that it's simple. as simple as trusted in Jesus, trusted in him as our Savior. We see the man, we see the method, but I want us to start looking at the miracle they attacked. Look what happened to this blind man. After this great miracle had happened, instead of receiving Christ, instead of being excited about the change in his life, first they attacked his faith, starting in verse 13. They brought to the Pharisees him that aforetime was blind, and it was the Sabbath day when Jesus made the clay and opened his eyes. Then again, the Pharisees also asked him how he had received his sight. He said unto them, He put clay upon my eyes, and I washed and do see. Therefore said some of the Pharisees, This man is not of God because he keepeth not the Sabbath. Others said, How can a man that is a sinner do such miracles? And there was a division among them they say unto the blind man again what sayest thou him that he hath opened thine eyes he said he is a prophet they first attacked his faith they attacked what had happened to him but he was not going to be shaken he is not going to be deterred why because he was blind he had been blind all his life but now praise god is Jesus touched him. All he knew is he could see when he washed his eyes. Imagine, imagine as he opened his eyes, as he dipped down in that water. Imagine when he lifted his head back out and all of a sudden he could see, he could see people. He could see the sun, the sky, the country, the land that was around him. It was hard to convince him that something special hadn't happened. They attacked his faith. They also attacked his Family, they come against the ones that he loved. starting in verse 18. But the Jews did not believe concerning him that he had been blind and received his sight until they called the parents of him that had received his sight. And they asked them, saying, Is this your son who you say was born blind? How then doth he now see? His parents answered them and said, We know that this is our son and that he was born blind. But what means he now seeth? We know not or who hath opened his eyes. We know not he is of age. Ask him and shall speak for their selves. These words spake, he, spake his parents because they feared the Jews, for the Jews had agreed already that if any man did confess that he was Christ, he should be put out of the synagogue. There was a great consequence. The parents, they wasn't quite as ready to stand as he was they just pointed them back to him because there was a great consequence. You wouldn't be able to work. You wouldn't be able to trade. You wouldn't be able to buy food. There's so many things that would happen if you was cast out of the temple. They attacked his family. They also attacked his friend in verse 24. Then again, they called the man that was blind and they said to him, give God the praise. We know that this man is a sinner they attacked his friend they attacked the one whenever they had walked by many times and didn't help him didn't do anything for him even the disciples they they didn't readily run to him to help him to do something for him they attacked the one man his savior his friend the one that had helped him in his time of need they attacked him but i'm glad this man that had our all of a sudden his eyesight had been restored he had Being able to see, I'm glad that he wasn't shaken, He wasn't deterred. Let's see the further miracle of what happened in verse 29, verse, uh, excuse me, verse 25. This man listened to what he said. He answered and said, whether he be a sinner or no, I know not. One thing I know that whereas I was blind, now I see. Then they say, to him again, what did he to thee? How opened he thy eyes? He answered them, he said, I have told you already, you did not hear. Wherefore, would you hear it again? Will you also be his disciples? Then they reviled him and said, Thou art his disciple, but we are Moses' disciples. We know that God spake unto Moses, As for this fellow, we know not from whence he was. The man answered and said unto him, Why, herein is a marvelous thing that ye you know not from whence he is, and yet. He hath opened my eyes. His faith wasn't deterred. His faith wasn't shaken. He said, Now we know that God heareth not sinners, but if any man be a worshiper of God and doeth his will, him will he heareth. Since the world began, it was not heard. Then any man opened the eyes of one that was born blind. If this man were not of God, he could do nothing. They answered and said unto him, Thou wast altogether born in sins, and dost thou teach us? And they cast him out in their self righteous. Self-righteous religion. They wouldn't receive Christ, but this man, he received him. He did what he said. He went to the pool where Jesus had told him to wash. I don't believe it's a coincidence that the pool was being interpreted sent. He accepted the sent Messiah. These disciples, his eyes, he was, he was never as blind as the Pharisees were. He was never as blind as they were. I don't know if his parents had read to him the scriptures if his parents had taught him or if he just listened outside the temple. But look at this miracle. The one that once was blind, the one that once was the beggar, here he is. He's preaching a message. He's telling them the truth. He's telling them what happened. And look what they did. They cast him out where did he end up in verse 35 jesus heard that they cast him out and when he found him he said unto him dost thou believe on the son of god he answered and said who is he lord that i might believe on him and jesus said unto him thou hast seen him and is he that talketh with thee and he said lord i believe and he worshiped him he worshiped him like this blind man we need to get cast out of man-made religion we need to get cast out of dead religion and we need to fall into the savior's arms the key verse in this passage i believe is verse 38 the blind man said lord i believe and he worshiped him we need to get away from what man says we need to do we need to get away from what man thinks we need to do and we need to receive the lord and we need to worship Him. I challenge you this morning as you head to church or as you head back, if you're listening to the evening broadcast, if you head back this evening, I challenge you to worship Him. Believe and worship the Lord. Put your faith, put your trust in Him. Give Him all the glory. God bless.